This is Verve, the style podcast, your only source for everything fashion on the internet. We're your hosts. I'm Katie Gassman. And I'm Anna Grace Averett. With a combined 10 years of experience in e-commerce fashion, from buying and styling to visual merchandising and content creation, Katie and I know firsthand how the internet is reshaping the fashion industry. We sit down with your favorite creators and the next wave of innovators to discuss how they're pushing fashion forward and break down five of their favorite fits. On our solo episodes, we get into the latest fashion news, runway shows, internet trends, pop culture. It's basically like going to happy hour with your fashion besties. Make sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode and follow along on TikTok and Instagram to see what we're wearing. I'm at Katie Gassman, two S's, two N's. And I'm at Anna Grace Averett. That's A-V as in Valentino, E-R-E-T-T. So sit back with your mandatory three beverages and enjoy the show. Okay, yeah, there was literally 209 looks in Vogue's, like, Met Gala red carpet. I was like, we have to get, like, utterly ruthless. I don't even know, like, my the final number of looks I pulled. It's whittled down, but um, it, it's there was certainly crazy. a lot to go through. I feel like this is the Met Gala re-entering its newest phase. Like, it was kind of in a flop for a while because hashtag covid so it can't really be blamed but i feel like american lexicon want part one and two uh camp like for the last three years it's been a bit soft as far as like a-list celebrities how i felt well like camp was really scene. good i think lexicon of fashion was rough coming out of covid but camp was like phenomenal because i think people went like balls to the walls but i think anna probably hated that well and i think that there was a lot of people who didn't understand the theme and therefore we got like just a crazy amount of looks and part of what i love about the met gala is the theme so yeah. let's establish the theme if you are unaware which I would imagine we're a little bit late on this, I will admit, but it's because we had to talk about Coachella and I lost my train of thought that I'm on the TikTok sound right now. Um, Blah, blah, blah. And anyway, and then the, oh, I forgot. Um, Carl Lagerfeld. You know the theme. Yeah. Carl Lagerfeld, a line of beauty. So Carl Lockfeld, we talked about it when the theme got announced. Um, not a great dude. Said a lot of fat phobic, no, racist things. Um, but he's most well known for his work at the House of Chanel, what people probably most likely know him for. He also worked at Fendi for like 30 years up until his death. And then he's also worked in Chloe, I think in the 80s, in Balmain for a short stint. So I think the fact that it's titled A Line of Beauty is really important because it is not like so specifically Carl Lagerfeld at Chanel, although it very much reads that way because I think Mm. that's where his like most impactful work culturally came from and what people came to know him as. So there is a huge Chanel presence. I did try to organize the way that we're talking about kind of grouping different designers together. I thought Mm. it's interesting to see which designers put out like 15 looks and what designers picked out like one. Um, so I'll kind of fill you in as we're going of like this person had a ton and this seemed to be like their only designer showing here. And we like the data. people. Yeah. And because I think the more that I like get into the Met Gala and like learn how it works, let's explain how it works. Okay. You either a, well, you have to buy a table. Most brands will do that. Instagram will buy a table and invite like six people. Um, Chanel probably bought like three tables and they can invite X amount of people. You can buy an individual seat for like rumored to be around 30 grand or so, I think. Um, so 
most celebrities have to be invited by a designer. So if they're wearing a designer, it is likely that they were invited by the brand to go unless they were invited by, I think Instagram's really the biggest exception here of Mm. people that I've heard who've had a table. So it's just interesting now that I think of it from like a marketing perspective and who brands choose to represent them at the Met Gala. So let's hop into it. I think that that is also really unique to the Met Gala. Obviously, like brands and and celebrities collaborate on all of the red carpets, but this is a fashion event. Therefore, it is run by the fashion brands. Like the celebrities are getting the invite. Like Kim has been thirsty for her Met Gala invites forever, and she's been on the train. We're going to talk about her, I'm sure. So yeah, let's get right into it. Oh, wait, I I was going to (laughs) think, or I was going to say something. I kind of thought about like the Kardashians. Like it feels like prom where they're probably all six of them are like waiting around. Like who's going to ask me? Who's going to ask me to come? (laughs) Spoiler alert. We only get three of the Kardashian Jenner clan where last year was the first year that all of the women were there. Mm -hmm. Um, But this year it's just Kendall, Kylie and Kim. And oh, my last note about designers who were or were not there. Armani and YSL did not participate, which I found very interesting. Hmm. Yeah, one French brand, one Italian brand. And uh, I think it was Timothy Relaxis Only Fashion who pointed that out. He made a TikTok about it and he was hmm. like, it kind of read as a Chanel themed Met Gala, which we had yeah, back, totally. I think, in 2005. And he was like, I understand that brands aren't going to pay and spend their marketing budget to appear like at what basically is a Chanel event. Right. And I think that for YSL, that makes total sense. Armani, like, I don't know, get over yourselves. <laughs> well, I mean, maybe it's just like recession and they were like, we got yes. money to spend <laughs> elsewhere. Like, Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. Well, starting off, we have a cat fight on the red carpet between our three Chopets. So Carl Lagerfeld had this white cat named Chopet, and he was obsessed with it. He said he would marry the cat if that was legal. He left, I think, all his money to Chopet. She has, like, a social media manager. She has, like, two assistants. This cat is, like, a huge deal. So there were a lot of rumors that people were going to show up as Chopet, and we had three of them. Starting off with Doja Cat, who I think did it best. Uh, And she's wearing Oscar de la Renta. She is the most fashion to me. I get what Jared Leto is doing. I sort of get what Lil Nas X is doing. But I think that hers read most high fashion. It read most glamorous. It read as still cat. Like I could have maybe done without the Grinch face. uh, But (laughs) I get what it's doing. And I agree. She was the most successful here. I think Carl would appreciate that one the most because it was like funny and an ode to his cat, but still, again, as you said, fashion. Next, yeah. we have Lil Nas X uh, in Dior, which is shocking because he is <laughs> basically wearing just underwear and his whole body's painted silver. He's covered in pearls. There's a lot of like gems happening on the face. He's got some slight cat whiskers, but you could literally like. I mean, he's actually, I think he's wearing a thong because you could see his ass cheeks on the background of other people's photos. You would see little Nas X, like silver ass yeah. in the back. Yeah. Um, like you said, I'm shocked that this is Dior. Um, it's, it's okay. It's fine. I don't know. I don't love it. I think it's kind of, I don't want to be like saying it's weird because it's very him. He's a weird guy and I love that about him. But for the Met Gala, meh. It's giving Halloween. Yeah. 
also giving Halloween is Jared Leto. <laughs> Jared Leto, he is known for like some crazy Met Gala looks. Actually, at the Camp Met Gala in 2019, he traditionally has gone with Gucci the past few years and he carried a replica of his own head around. Iconic. Yeah, iconic. And so this reminded me of that. He showed up in a giant, furry, almost like hyper-realistic chopette suit. It's a furry suit. It's a furry Furry suit. suit. Yeah, like think of like (laughs) a giant Easter bunny. Like he's just that, but a cat. And he took off the head, like after kind of running around and getting video, took off the head. He's got like this really cool silvery blue eyeshadow situation that I'm obsessed with. And then I believe if you scroll down to our next slide, you'll see what he was wearing underneath. And he came with the brand Carl Lagerfeld, which I forgot to mention at the top of the show. Carl Lagerfeld does have a line under his own name. Uh, I think most people have just seen the, I'm going to guess the fusion line version of it at TJ Maxx and Marshalls. That's like graphic t-shirt. Um, but they actually had a pretty strong presence at the show as well. Checks out. So then also in Carl Lagerfeld, we have Cara Delevingne, who is was very close to Carl, was his muse for a lot of years. She had a collab with the Carl Lagerfeld brand last year. I believe she's one of the co-chairs for the Met Gala this year. And she is paying homage to Carl Lagerfeld himself, taking notes from his personal style, which was like a white button down, a black blazer, silver jewelry. He always had like gray hair that was pulled back. So her version of this is like a gray shaggy short wig what's almost like a shirt dress basically like it's a mini skirt but then the top is like a cape situation that goes all the way to the ground these like leather leg warmers that go up to her thighs over just some like black pumps katie what's your initial thoughts here Mm, my initial thoughts are for someone who was carl's muse who was his inspiration he thought that she walked on water this is both appropriate and disappointing. I think that her restraint here, instead of doing something absolutely wild and crazy, is to be admired. It's sober enough for someone who, like, you're honoring your dead mentor or something like that. But it's a little goofy. I don't know. I'm not a big fan of these leather leg warmers situations here. Um, but if you took them away, is she's looking like she's wearing one of those dresses from like the 2008, 2011, where it's like a bandage on the bottom and it's a billowy up top. And I don't think that would be a good look either. So I'm just not feeling it overall, but it's fine. I, what I think is interesting is that several people who were like Carl's muses at one point chose to like dress like Carl versus yeah. wearing something from the brands that he worked for, which I think does make sense because they are honoring the man himself, right? They're not honoring right. Chanel that he worked for. She, I read some articles about it. She said that he loved colored wigs. He would have loved to see her wearing a colored wig mm. and that she felt she said that nothing felt right everything they did felt wrong and there was just nothing that could live up to the moment which mm-hmm. i can see that this is like your really close friend that you're yeah. honoring she said she cried on the way there like i think this is like a cool look i feel like he would have appreciated it but it's not like the best look there but i get why it happened i totally agree we're on the same page okay next this brand had a huge presence on the red carpet a brand that we love on this show. And I was very shocked about the amount of people they had. I did not even take everyone that they had. I just took the top four looks of people that we like too. But that is Tom Brown. I think Tom Brown was made for this theme. And that's not necessarily 
obviously apparent, but the man can do a graphic look so well and his tailoring is really well done. Like a lot of the elements that he values in his brand would shine in this theme. And that's exactly what we got. Jenna Ortega, I think that of the three options, she's or the four options that we have laid out here, she is my second favorite. I'm not usually a fan of this like high-low concept, but I do love a tutu. And this is essentially just like a tutu with a train. So that's super fun. I also very like pedestrianly love a half knee tight. Like I love a sock tight. Mm. I think that looks super cool and is not usually done like very often, but it so perfectly matches with this like buttoned up white collar uh, pussy front bow situation that she has going on here. I love it. And I think the ruffles, like, it's giving Wednesday Adams a bit, which I felt like she was trying to lean away from when the show came out. But now she can kind of play back into it. I know they're doing another season, too. So maybe that's coming out and she's kind of, like, getting back into character. But totally agree. I love that look. The next one we have is Olivia Rodrigo. She kind of has an Audrey Hepburn glam situation happening, which I love. And then the dress itself, black and white rosettes, it's strapless. And then there's a bunch of, like, strings hanging down to the floor. Very graphic. Um, Some of them are kind of braided and knotted. This is probably my least favorite look of the three. Uh, It's just kind of a little busy on the eye. I think just those like thin white and black lines. It's just hard to make that work in a photo. Yeah, totally. I think she looks really severe. Like I don't love the glam situation either with this dress. Like I think the the dress is so playful. I would have wanted something much more free flowing up top. Agreed. But then we have Janelle Monet, and I'm obsessed with this look. It is like this giant coat with multiple hoops in the skirt. It's so oversized. It's half white, half black. It's asymmetrical. She has like a giant cat bad. Again, another O2 Chopette. I saw a video of when she first met Carl Lagerfeld. And like, I think Maeve Riley posted it, her stylist. And it was like super sweet. And I think this look is like so fun and cool. Yeah, I love this one too. I also love, um, what is it, Tanaya? She looks so cool. Tayana, I think Tayana Taylor. Oh, I yep, I switched the N and the Y. Mm-hmm. Yes, this is like a slim fitting blazer. I couldn't think of the word. And then there's like pelvic hip cutout, maxi kind of straight to the floor. The blazers go into gloves. There's like a little train. It looks like just like a white button up with a black tie underneath. I don't like the sunglasses. I think we could have lost those and maybe Mm. this hairnet. But the actual outfit itself, the dress itself is gorgeous. I actually like all of the accessories. I like a sunglasses moment on the carpet of any color. Um, You know, I mean, you're getting blinded. And also, I don't know, if I were on the red carpet, I would not necessarily be showing up sober either. So a little (laughs) shield there, you know, to keep things feeling fresh, looking good in the photos. I'm never going to fault someone. You know, you're so you're so right about that. The second I have like a little too much, I'm like looking half asleep. <laughs> so although now that I'm looking at it, perhaps that is like a oh the Carl as well, because she's True. got the white shirt and he wore sunglasses a lot. And then we have another red carpet favorite of ours, Cardi B in Chin Peng Studio, a Chinese designer based out of London. And she did two looks. She was one of a few who chose to do two different looks. The first one that she wore is 
a black ball gown covered in the camellia roses that Chanel is known for. It's either like vinyl or like a really high shine velour. It's got a lot mm-hmm. of like reflection to it. And then the fabric underneath the giant camellia roses are is quilted. And then again, she's got the Oxford shirt with a tie, black long gloves, a headband, gray hair to Carl again. And when she was talking to Emma Chamberlain, who again interviewed people for Vogue this year, she was saying, she's like, girls from the hood, love a Chanel boy bag. Like the stress <laughs> is giving it to me. And I think I particularly love like the texture and the shine to this. Yeah, I love this look. I think Cardi B is just so pretty and this like really proper dress outfit that she's wearing is so perfectly aligned with that. And we never see her in that light. And I love that. I could have done without look number two. I think she looks like a Vegas showgirl. Agreed. It's perhaps a little more camp. She said that she couldn't sit in the first one. So that's yeah, why she didn't change. Um, but I do like the first look better. It's definitely more quote on theme. And Cardi just does not get enough credit for being no. such a fashion girl, for always wearing new emerging designer or emerging. Totally. I'm not sure how long they've been around, but just designers that we're not so familiar with. And I love that about her. Yeah. 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 Okay. Next, we have our only Hadid sister of the night. Bella was absent. She was also absent for the most recent fashion month. So I feel like she's going through just something right now. Taking a step back, maybe. Taking a step back. They both have chronic illnesses, so I get that Mm. life. Um, But Gigi, I think, was one of the only people I saw in Givenchy. We covered their show recently. They have a new creative designer in there who's, like, pushing the brand and, like, kind of a young, sexy New York girl energy, which is exactly what this outfit is delivering. And I am a big fan. Yeah, I think this outfit's really hot. I don't think it's like overly Chanel or overly Carl, but there's just a handful of sprinkled essence moments in there. And for her, that makes sense. I don't know that I would have loved her in something really stiff and really proper. So I like it. I think it could be like an ode to 90s Chanel, like with yeah. the little gloves and like um, kind of sexy details. I, I feel like 90s Chanel was about that, a lot of maximalism and like accessories. So this is like a corset bustier top with this like sheer draping over one shoulder and then a completely sheer bottom little gloves and a train so and a pretty like undone kind of looking hair a half top knot perhaps is making a return i would love that then we move into our kardashian corner Mm-hmm. I'm excited to talk about the Kardashians. I would also love to hear your thoughts about the absent members because I think that a lot of people really liked seeing them all together. It was a fun press moment, but there's a reason that not all of them are there except for Chris. Chloe obviously never really had fun on red carpets. She's always been really open about that. So like, okay, don't come. Courtney. There's a supposedly big beef between Kim and Courtney right now. So I could see them not really wanting to be in the same room. There was, I think, like a Dumois thing published, and they alluded to it in their trailer that Courtney's upset with Kim about her turning her wedding into a brand event. Okay, so, we're gonna have to do a whole like episode devoted to that when that episode comes out because we covered the entire wedding situation. I totally agree. Honestly, I was reinvigorated by that uh, trailer to watch the Kardashians. I started last season, never finished it. Um, so I'm hoping that it's a little more spicy. <gasps> that would be a good plane watch. Ooh, I should true. say that. Agreed. Okay, we're both so- flying somewhere this weekend, so. True. So yeah, we didn't get um, either of the sisters. And then Chris was also absent, which doesn't have an obvious reason. 
Um, especially because, like, I feel like she's really been into the Met before. Here are my thoughts. I agree with Chloe. I didn't know that about her, but that makes sense. Um, yeah. She doesn't do a lot of like red carpet moments. I think Courtney, Courtney went with Travis last year. Maybe Travis got invited and she was his like plus one technically. Maybe. They were on a bit of a like press tour last year as leading up to their marriage. And I could also see Courtney being like someone who doesn't care that much about going to this. Mm-hmm. Plus with the beef. Chris, unknown. Yeah. I feel like she would want to be here. Agreed. So I wonder what's going on with her. But people thought that North was going to come with Kim, though, because she came to New so York. So I her. did see that, but I also heard that you have to be 18 to go. And that's why the D'Amelio sisters came separately once or something. I heard that in passing, but mm. that would check out. Um, but I also really wanted North to be there, but I can also respect that you need to be older. Like you don't need to be 14 and being on this big of a stage. That would do too much to a girl. But now that I'm saying that, Penelope was also spotted in New York because she had the really cute little Chanel hula hoop bags, if you remember those. Mm. So I wonder if like Cordy was there or if Penelope just came with Kim and North. I don't Maybe. know. Maybe. They've been traveling together a lot. I would love to be a fly okay. on the wall. Agreed. Agreed. And that is why we'll watch the Kardashians, I guess. That's our fly. <laughs> I also thought it was interesting uh, yes. okay, so- that all three sisters came in different designers. Which I have done... Actually, no, Camp, Kendall, and Kylie might have done the same person. But let's let's start getting into looks. So first yeah. we have Kim Kardashian in Scaparelli. I don't know that we've seen her in Scaparelli. And again, we love Scaparelli. We love Kim. And I love this outfit. Yeah, I like this outfit too. I'm a little bit confused by the like skims moment underneath all of the pearls. Yeah. But it's whatever. Like maybe I would just wish it would have matched her skin tone more, but then she would have really looked naked. I don't know that I would have liked that anymore either. Like this is a classy stage. We're not naked on the Met steps. Um, but yeah, I love it. And I love that it alludes to her old Playboy cover or shoot that she did. Um, I get why she had the necklace to like extra mimic that but i think that's what i could have done without here in this look the actual necklace around her neck agreed i feel like the pearls could have covered the midriff i like her little cape situation yep i think kim really pulls out a good met gala look every time so happy to see that next we have kendall not kendall sorry kylie jenner in jean paul gautier which is currently being designed by hater ackerman and she is working with Hater, who's also best friends with Timothy Chalamet, who Kylie is rumored to be dating. So yes, okay, okay. Fun I think she bit. looks banging. Like Kylie is back. She is ready to have a good time. Showing up in a red dress like this, like is it on theme? I don't really know that it is, um, unless there's some like obscure reference. But whatever, she looks great. Let me hit you with my theories. Let's so, she, well, she's wearing like a red dress. There's one long sleeve. There's a cutout around the chest. And then she has this giant cape that is like dragging on the floor that's like red on the inside and a beautiful like silky blue on the outside. So some things to consider. We talked about this when we went over the theme. A, Karl Lagerfeld hated retrospectives. He was all about the future and pushing forward. So perhaps he would have liked something that had nothing to do with the past. Mm-hmm. Two, apparently he also liked the color red a lot. Three, a lot of people were saying that the cape, because of its Komodo-like style, hard to tell in this photo that we have, but she like had it on a little bit more in some other photos, that, that it was actually a nod to Andre Leon Talley, who was known for wearing these giant Komodo capes 
close friend of Carl Lagerfeld also passed away within the past year. And Carl designed some of those kimonos for him in the 90s. So that was like some of the theories. I don't really care because I think she looks fantastic. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, I don't know if she really put all of that thought into it. Kylie, in my opinion, is not really like a fashion girly. Like, she looks hot. She keeps up with good trends. Like, she sets trends herself. But like, she's she's going to attend a fashion event where like Kendall and Kim have both walked. I would love to see. But she is now starring in a campaign with Hater Ackerman. And so she'll have a relationship with JPG now, the house. So I'm excited to see, like, if she'll do more stuff in the upcoming year. Maybe it'll be, like, a Kim Balenciaga situation where we just see her in it everywhere. And I would honestly love that. Yeah. And then lastly, we have Kendall Jenner wearing Marc Jacobs. I've said it online a million times if you follow me. I love this look. It is a little bodysuit with kind of like a half-sleeve black sequin. There's a collar that's mimicking carl's shirt and then there's these giant like sleeves that drag on the ground she's wearing the mark jacobs like kiki boots that have been so popular the past like two years that are like sky high also sparkling and then she had the high like fake pony that looks exactly like the fake pony i have so that was a big um feather in my cap (laughs) but i think in photos this is like you're like what is kendall wearing but i think when you see videos of her in it and you see how glittery it is and you see her walking up the stairs and you see that she's literally seven feet tall she's like towering over everyone else i'm obsessed with it totally agree my comment was going to be that this doesn't translate to photos as well as it does to video um Mm -hmm. and both of the mark jacobs looks this year were chef's kiss top notch and in our favorite girlies Yes, I think he had like five looks, but I did pull one other one, the one that Katie's referencing, and that is Paris Hilton at her first ever Met Gala, which I think is pretty shocking. She's in the midst of a renaissance. Um, Side note, Paris Hilton followed me on TikTok. I literally screamed when I saw that. I was so excited. Oh my gosh, what a moment. Yes, I was I was so elated and someone commented and she's like, do you know Paris Hilton follows you on TikTok? And I was like, uh, yes, I just found this out. I'm so <laughs> excited. Uh, but she's wearing all black. It, it, there's a black rosette around her neck and then it's an off the shoulder black sparkly kind of bodice. And then it goes into a leather gown, kind of a fishtail, high low situation. She has the same insane boots on, super sparkly, really like dark makeup. It's kind of like if Paris went goth. And I love that because I feel like you're seeing her in something that she wouldn't normally gravitate towards. I'm also really liking the fact that she's bringing back a baby bump on her forehead, on her top of her head. Like, are we doing bumpets again? Because that would be quite a shift. You know, I think it's flattering. It looks good on her. It's like no, just yeah. the right amount. I'm I'm not actually opposed to it at all. Um, especially because she's like, she was a bump queen. Yes, her and Snooky baby. Okay, next, looking at Kendall Jenner's rumored love interest, we have Bad Bunny, who came with Jacques Moose. This was Jacques Moose's only clientele which i'm bad bunny i'm sure the big get and very expensive yeah. and so they actually came in like matching little suits jacques mousse's was black bad bunny's Cute. was white they're tweed they're backless and then the back has like a silver chain coming down with a little j but then bad bunny had this crazy long rose roses white roses train that's like wrapped around his arms 
that is like so epic. I love it because you don't see Bad Bunny in ever something like it's not even feminine because he is wearing a suit still, but it has elements to it, which I feel like is the Jacques Moose brand obsessed with this. Yeah, totally. Bad Bunny is a really fun fashion guy for me, I think. We don't mm-hmm. get a lot of fun fashion guys. Like, we get a lot of suave guys and we get a lot of cool guys. But very rarely does someone come up who's so famous and is so willing to play with their style. Harry Styles is obviously um, the big example of the moment. But Bad Bunny is like, is here and I love it. I feel like I need to get more into his music because I love yeah. his style. Yep, agreed. Oh, I'm so excited to talk about this one. All right, you lead us into it then. Anne Hathaway in Versace, she is everything. I love Anne Hathaway from the Princess Diaries to freaking The Devil's Prada, obviously, to Les Mis. Like, Anne Hathaway is and has been my queen. And I don't know why people will hate it on her for a while, like, just oversaturation, I guess, whatever. It was like the Jennifer but, Lawrence kind of vibe, yes, you know? Yes, exactly. But she is back, and I'm so obsessed with her fashion girl era. She has been killing it. And this is beautifully on theme, in my opinion. It's like this tweed um, reconstructed dress that has a massive slit up the side that carries into just a cut because it's held together by these gold pins. And she has rosettes on her boobs. She has gloves on. The accessories are accessorying. <laughs> and I love it. She also kind of has a poof. Yes, she does. Hers is a little like 60s. But I think we were talking the other day when I realized that a snooky poof is like also Bridget Bardot. Like it's the yeah. same thing, which is like very scary to think about. But I love this look. It's Chanel. It's super Versace. And it's in her fashion girl era. I would not have like necessarily placed her with Versace, but I'm loving that together. Mm-hmm. Also, side note, didn't include her, but Donatella obviously was on the red carpet. Mm-hmm. Woman is wearing like a sheer crop top. I'm like, is she like 70 now? I love her. <laughs> she definitely is. And I'm obsessed with that energy. Like only the Italians. Uh, exactly. Okay, next up, a very dramatic J-Lo wearing a Ralph Lauren. Yeah, she's okay here for me. J-Lo is a bit stale in her style, I think, lately. Um, I feel like she's maybe struggling to transition into like a more mature style. I don't think she needs to. But I feel like a lot of the looks that she's been doing lately have been that way. The black gloves with this big giant hat and the exposed midriff kind of give like, I want to be my old self, but I feel like I have to cover up. It's very stark. Like the black yeah. is very stark and not a good way. It with the high neck and then the hat and then the face thing that's happening, the veil, I guess. Her face is really hidden. I don't I don't love it for her. Yeah. She's better than that. Someone I do love. Mm. Both the person who's wearing this and the designer. Which this is this designer's only appearance on the red carpet, but well worth mm. it. And that is the Billie Eilish wearing Simone Rocha. This is a perfect pairing, in my opinion. I think that Billie Eilish looks great. She looks like herself. I feel like the last couple of times that she's come out on the red carpet with these big looks, they've been for impact and they don't always feel like they fit her necessarily. And obviously she looks gorgeous, but this feels like Billie Eilish. It also kind of feels like Zoe Kravitz. <laughs> 
Oh, I could see that. I mean, we've talked about it a ton. Sheer black right now is just so popular. You really can't get away from it on any like red carpet situation. But I'm a huge fan. It's like very Simone Rocha. There's a lot of pretty elements, tool, sparkle, ribbons, lace. And I think this is like the perfect pairing together. I would love to see them do more. Totally. All and right. Next up, Chanel we era. have. Our- oh, yep. Go ahead. Yes. Yes. Chanel era. Here we come. Starting off with Giselle Bushton in Chanel. She wore this before, I'm guessing, on the runway. And she brought it back out. Um, one yeah. of many to do that. And I think it was well worth it. This is her um, revenge dress, as one would say. I'm personally not loving it. I don't really love the hemline. I feel like the dress kind of looks like a sleeve, but I think Mm. she looks gorgeous and I can appreciate if it was pulled from the archives. I think I mostly love this feather cape situation that's happening because I honestly didn't really look at the dress until you said that. (laughs) (laughs) And then Lizzo, she's up next. She is wearing a recreation of a dress from the runway that is like a, just a black column gown with a train. But then the really pretty part of it is on top. There's this like, pearl overlay situation that's like across her chest and then it drapes at the waist and then the pearls cascade down and some little like black gloves with some chains and pearls we love a Lizzo red carpet moment and I don't think this is my favorite of hers ever ever but I think it's good for now yeah I totally agree I love seeing Lizzo in something pretty and something Chanel like it is a good look for her that's like doing this vibe is this particular dress the vibe of the vibe that I would have chosen for her maybe not but I do love all the bracelets I think it's her gloves oh okay well then I love the gloves and I love the bangles like I'm I'm loving the arm party moment yes okay next up Margot Robbie in I keep saying in Chanel. We know we're in the Chanel corner. Um, yeah. I hate but honestly, this. Honestly, <laughs> you can't even tell that it's Chanel. And that's why I don't like it. Like this dress could have been designed by any of the other designers that we've said so far. It's so boring. I don't like it. Honestly, the corset part to me looks more Versace. Yes. Um, it's kind of like what Donatella is wearing. This is another dress from the archives. It's like a there's black like tool like cups across her chest there's a little black mesh thing going over her shoulder but then the real like quote star of the show if you want to call it that is this like vinyl clear corset and then where the boning is is like the classic chanel gold chain with the leather woven in between the chains and then it's just like long to the floor what i hate so much about this is i think she looks so uncomfortable Mm -hmm. if you like saw videos or multiple photos she's always propping her arms right up next to this corset which Mm. for me just makes it seem like it didn't fit right or it was very uncomfortable for her yeah which we don't love that we need you to be comfortable in your couture absolutely Next up is one of two Chanel brides. So all the Chanel haute couture shows close in a Chanel bride. So this is when we talked about Cara Delevingne with the Chanel bride numerous times. Kendall Jenner has been a Chanel bride. Um, I don't know that Penelope Cruz was one. I'd actually have to fact check <laughs> I, I don't that. think so. But she is a co-chair for this Met Gala. And she is only one of two chanel brides that were on the red carpet or on the met gala carpet this year the other one also co-chair we'll get to next um so it makes sense that they were like the only ones allowed but there's a lot of speculation leading up to the carpet of like who's gonna wear the chanel bride outfits how many of them 
will there be? And it seems like there was a restriction on it because only the co-chairs were in it. And even um, Idris Elba's wife, um, her name starts with an S. I'm blanking on it right now. Yeah, but yeah. like she rented one or like pulled one from a designer archival and people had saw that that was pulled for this. So they thought that she was wearing it to mm-hmm. the Met Gala carpet, but she just wore it to get ready, which I think solidifies my thought that it was only co-chairs were allowed to be the Met Gala brides or the Chanel I, brides. Yeah, I can totally see that. Penelope Cruz is not a fashion girly in my mind, but her husband literally like owns everything. Like, Oh, really? Yeah, so I think he owns like a bunch of. Is he in the LVMH right now? I think he is. Okay, I forgot like how gorgeous Penelope Cruz is until I saw this photo. Like she is stunning. Yeah, she is. Okay, his name's Javier Bardem. Maybe. Uh, Yeah, they got married in 2010. Um, And. It just says he's a Spanish actor and that he's done modeling for Ralph Lauren. That okay, maybe I have bad information, but I swear I thought that her husband <laughs> was one of the LVMH guys or like a caring guy. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Maybe not. No, it is a curious choice how she ended up in as co-chair. I'm very interested to like know what that process is. In the next co-chair, it's kind of in the same boat. So let's talk about what Penelope's wearing. It's almost like an icy blue, I think. And mm-hmm. it gives slightly like Indian wedding vibes. I think because totally. of the way that the embellishments are on it. She's wearing a veil that's like connected to the bodice. It's very pretty. It's not groundbreaking. But again, she's mm-hmm. just stunning. She would look good in anything. I feel the exact same way about our next red carpet lady. And that oh, is wait. Nicole Kidman. I have one out of order. Where's oh. Dua? Oh no. She's I gone. must have I must have accidentally deleted it while I was rearranging things. Let me add her because I should have it. Well, I know what she looks like, so I'll just talk until you get okay. it. Someone that actually looked even better than Penelope Cruz and was also a Chanel bride is Dua Lipa. The fact that Dua Lipa is a co-chair, also kind of crazy to me. Like, how did she wiggle her way into that position? Not entirely sure. But I That just has to be popularity. This. You think? Like, is that just... Young popularity. Okay, okay. And maybe that's, like, not fair or whatever. Maybe she's, like, really good at fashion business or something like that. But I think I'm going to look that up since I'm apparently spreading rumors now about people who <laughs> are co-chairs of the Met Gala. Um, but I loved this look on her. I love the look at huge ass necklace happening too. the look itself is like a tweed ball gown corset top with a pointed V. And then there's like black roping around the neck, the pointed V and at the bottom. Um, The original look though does have a tiny hat and I'm upset (laughs) that she did not wear the tiny hat. I wish her hair was different. I don't love Mm. that. It was just down and plain. Personally, Mm -hmm. I would like to see a little more to be done with it, but I guess you could also make the argument that like doing something with the hair would have made her look more bridal and maybe she was trying to get away from that and make it more casual um but i just i love the look i miss the hat yeah 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 totally okay now we have our next girly in chanel this dress was featured in a 2004 chanel number five ad and that is nicole kidman who i think we're both equally obsessed with her i love her so much (laughs) 
I I like Nicole Kidman. I actually don't have like a personal affiliation for her. I did not know this really? about you either. Yeah. Oh my god, no. I like she's one of those people like I'll I will openly admit who I really stand on this podcast and like I will be blinded <laughs> like no matter what they wear. Nicole Kidman for me, I just like think she's so gorgeous. She's such an incredible actress. Like I've always yeah. just like had a soft spot in my heart for her. And this dress, I mean, like, this explains, I don't really need to explain my love for her until you see this photo. You'll get it. Yeah, I actually don't totally agree with you, but that's just because I think I have a sour taste in my mouth about soft pink, like blush pink at the moment. I'm finding it a tough color for just about anybody, and I don't love the black shoe. Okay, I hear you on the black shoe. I do think she can pull off the uh, pink, though, because she's she's pale. She's the good pale that that works. Yeah, yeah. And I also love that her husband is just, like, letting her do her thing. And he's just there. Oh, my God. He's, like, so in love. I love it. Yeah. Oh, I found Dua. She was in there. Okay. <laughs> How many more people in Chanel do we have? Just two more. Yes. Uh, again, this is not This was not everyone that was in Chanel. This was a select few that I thought were No, but we're already about. at 40 minutes, and we're, like, a third of the way through. <gasps> so I hope some of these are brutal. <laughs> okay. Let's just, like, um, rapid fire. Naomi Campbell. Hate it. Uh, yeah, it's okay. I really love a glam moment. Um, but this oversized jewel situation happening here, I don't know that I love it. I feel like she's worn better Chanel looks on the runway and I would have liked to see one of those. Um, this one, someone we usually hate in Chanel and I'm loving it. And that is Kristen Stewart also off the runway from, I think sometime in the eighties, but she's finally getting her like Chanel butch mask moment. Yeah, she's giving boy, and she's also giving Robert Pattinson with the hair. I and... thought the same thing, and he was there with Suki Waterhouse. Yeah, which, uh, do you have them later in the deck? Because no, I, I don't. Not. I don't like it. I think it looks really cheap. Um, But I do like this for her, and I'm happy to see her in this. I agree on Suki's and Robert Pattinson. I was really happy to see that they were there, but I was really underwhelmed by what they honestly were both wearing, because he's a fashion boy, too. Yep, totally. Okay, next up, Fendi Corner, starting off with Pete Davidson, who got a lot of criticism online, and people were like, he looks like the Hambler burglar or something. <laughs> what are your thoughts on the look? My thoughts are that it's fine. Like, I don't think that Pete is a guy who's ever going to come out in, like, Tom Brown. Um, I don't think he's ever going to be, like, a statement guy. He has the ability to. I just don't think that he's confident enough for that, even after dating Kim K- Kardashian. Um, So... This isn't on theme, but he looks fine. Okay. Here, let me hit you with the it is on theme because okay, I have it. some background info. So, you know, my friend Alexandra assists his stylist, Britt Theodora. Yes. So I follow Britt and she posted the sketch of like the look and then a, a caption. And I think this really goes to show like why we can't always say things are aren't on theme or that like this didn't work for the moment. Because a lot of times we don't have the context behind what the designer and the stylist and the talent are all putting together. So at, in Carl Lagerfeld's 50 years as Chanel, he designed one menswear collection, which was in the fall of 2019. The tailoring and styling from the collection was so inspiring, as well as the use of rich fabrics, incorporating Pete's favorite color, purple. The pants and lilac leather were the purple perfect addition to this look. So this was his only menswear collection in 50 years at Fendi, which is okay. insane. So then you're like, oh, hell yeah, it's on theme. Yeah, fair enough. I... Like I said, for the Met Gala, I kind of like a more obvious theme. But like a guy also just said, Pete's not necessarily like an obvious guy. So I retract my statement that it is not on theme. Um, But I didn't hate it to begin with anyway. 
Another Chanel muse, but not wearing Chanel, wearing Fendi, is Kate Moss, who came with her daughter, daughter Lila Moss, who's also a model. And Kate's moment here, I think, is like an really an ode to like her 90s undone effortless glam she always had like vintage dresses um in the 90s in her nightlife she was known for wearing them this is like a looks like a light pink silky nightgown with kind of like a slip over it it's very like you would have worn it around your boudoir in like the 1930s and then lila is wearing like this peach feathery dress with like corset boning and how do you feel about these? They're both light pink. Yeah. Okay. More light pink. Actually, I think that Lila pulls the color off better. Kate Moss looks stunning. Kate Moss is also working. Her daughter, have you seen her modeling? Like, what's her modeling style? I don't want to be like overly critical, but she's giving nothing. There is not one expression. Like, she's not standing. It's in giving any Nepo way. Baby model. Yeah, a little bit. We have good Nepo baby models. We also have certain ones who don't look like they're giving a lot, and she's following that category. She's super young, so I hope to see that that turns around because her mom is, like, the OG. Right. Okay, Elle Fanning and Vivian Westwood. What do you think? This is kind of giving bride. Um, I'm surprised that they... We're like, okay, this is fine, but some of the other ones were not. Obviously, it's not Chanel. It's Vivian Westwood, um, which I do love. A shout out to her because she also did pass away last year. Um, But it looks messy to me. I don't like the headpiece. I don't like the bouquet. I don't don't care for either of those. I don't know what that is, and I just want to see the dress underneath. That's all. I hate it. So moving on. It's just, again, it's messy. I'm just getting quick remarks here because we're trying to power through. Next, Emily Ratajkowski in Tory Burch. She's also kind of got like an Audrey Hepburn bang moment happening here. I love the glam. I love this dress. It's like champagne with these beautiful, like kind of art deco um, lines across the bodice, which I feel like does feel relatively Chanel to me. I'm into it. I don't like it. And those are my quick comments. <laughs> All right. Next, Emma Chamberlain. We mentioned she was the host for Vogue. And she actually did two outfit changes. She showed up in a blue Mew Mew two-piece crop top set, long maxi skirt. I thought it was interesting. There was like a rhinestone torso mesh situation happening, which I don't think we've really seen in these Mew Mew two-piece looks. I wasn't a huge fan of that. I thought it was like, oh, maybe she didn't want her stomach out. But then she changes into like relatively the same outfit in black, but the jacket is open and there's like a sports bra this time and her stomach is out. I didn't like this the first time I looked at it, but the more I looked at it, the more I liked it. So I don't really know what that says, but those are my thoughts. I think I like the black better than the blue. And I I, I think partly is because of that heavy eye glam. And the blue mm. weren't really like mixing together. That's so uh, funny. That's actually my favorite part. Like I like the glam oh, really? and the headband and the necklaces. Like that I would take away and maybe put in my own life and use that for inspiration. The outfit and how it goes together. I like the outfit itself is what I was like meh about. Yeah. Okay, next. Um, I thought this was a fun look, but Stella McCartney wearing yeah. Stella McCartney. She also got shaded on the red carpet by Chloe Feynman, who was one of the red carpet hosts. And she like asked her who she was wearing. And Stella McCartney was like, do you know who I am? <laughs> uh, but yeah. 
It's like a short little blazer dress with these rhinestones all over it, like super exaggerated shoulder, tiny little waist comes out again. Some like rhinestone tights. Uh, I thought this like look was super cute. I want to wear it. Yeah, I love this look. Um, that sucks for the host. <laughs> okay, next, uh, Devin Aoki, another classic Chanel muse, and Jeremy Scott. I included them mostly because they are wearing Jeremy Scott, because Jeremy Scott stepped away from Moschino. So this is the first time that we are seeing the presentation of his brand. He is leaning into the Jeremy Scott wing, which you probably most likely know from his shoes that mostly got him popular. Um I don't love these. I like his look more than I like hers, which is sad totally because Devin agree. Aoki is like such a fashion girl. Yep. Totally agree. Okay. Florence Pugh showed up on the red carpet bald. Which I like. I like the bald moment. I like the vibe of the dress. Um, The bodice itself, I'm not crazy about. And the headpiece, I don't like. But I can I can appreciate what she's doing. Someone's got to have a crazy headpiece. I didn't yeah. see SJP there this year. She normally delivers. So, so someone had to. Yes. Okay, next up, another friend we are fond of at the moment, Loewe. And this yeah. is Carly Kloss. This is her, also a pregnancy announcement for her. And this dress is super interesting because it's like a black long sleeve maxi gown. And then it looks like some of the kind of classic Chanel chains around the neck and the waist are printed on the dress. And then she's also wearing actual jewelry on top of it which i think is super loewe the way that jw anderson has just been like printing a lot of stuff that should be Mm -hmm. 3d and it's not my favorite dress ever but i really like that concept and it feels really like a good blend of the two houses right now yeah i really like this look i like doing a pregnancy announcement like this like that's super cool um and i like carly she's also from st louis uh, shout out. <laughs> okay, next up, Gucci Corner. I included these because Gucci is also going through a renaissance. Now that Alessandro Michele has left, they have stated they are going in a more classic heritage brand. So the looks that we have here are very like classically pretty and they're not the funky Gucci that we're used to seeing of the past like 10 or 15 years. Not loving it. Daisy Edgar Jones, Halle Bailey, and Jessica Chastain. All I think Halle Bailey is my favorite. Um, I think that it's giving a little bit of mermaid. Like it's giving sea foam. It's giving jellyfish. And she's gearing herself up to be the little mermaid. And I love that press tour moment for her. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's kind of stiff. And I didn't love that. Um, Daisy get. Daisy Edgar Jones and Jessica Chastain, I don't like either of their looks. I think that they don't really suit them and they don't look like Gucci and I don't like that. And I don't really, I know that they're moving in a different direction, but I also don't know that I think all three of these looks cohesive for a direction to be taking. Jessica Chastain looks so good in the color. I just hate to see her wearing black. It looks so stark on her. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, just not my favorite. Okay, and next, Michaela Cole wearing Scaparelli. I love Mm. this. This is more classically Scaparelli than what we saw on Kim. Some of more um, kind of like face motifs happening, like uh, asymmetrical, like gold detailing everywhere. I thought this was a really good look. Yeah, this is really fun. Um, I'm enjoying it. Next, we have a Sydney Sweeney wearing Miu Miu, one of the only other girls, I think, in Miu Miu. They definitely know their audience because they picked, like, two mm-hmm. young 
very relevant people. Um, I think Sydney Sweeney came with Tori Birch last year. This is not her first Met Gala. The dress itself is like a, I mean, nude. You know, her boobs are out. It's a fishtail <laughs> gown. It's shimmery. There's a big black bow around her knees, it looks like, where the fishtail comes out. And then she has a big black bow on her head with these like old Hollywood glamorous curls. And I really, I thought the bow on her head looks really cute, especially when there are a lot of photos of her like, you know, torso up. It looked really cute. I wish they removed the black band around her knee. I think it cuts her off. And I think like the two oversized bows is too much for me. Yeah, this is the singular look that Seth came to me with and said, did you see that everybody thinks that Sydney Sweeney looks like she's kneeling on a stool? And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Thanks for your Met Gala commentary. Men say the wildest shit. I like, they just get like the most random niche <laughs> memes. And like, oh, Andrew did the same thing about like, did you see what he was wearing at the at the Met Gala or whatever? And I'm like, your information, like, where does it come from? How do you get it does? <laughs> exactly. He he said that someone, oh my God, he said that someone was dressed like Jack Harlow. And I was like, how did your brain come up with that? And he was like, well, that's what Jack Harlow normally looks like. I was like, okay. Okay, sure. <laughs> um, okay, this was one of my favorite looks of the night. Um, Anok Ye, I believe that's how you say her name, and Prabal Garang, a model. This dress was like absolutely stunning i mean first of all her skin looks literally like it's wet like it's liquid and then this dress looks liquid coming off of her it's like a short um strapless boussier boobs are coming out and then it's um it like really juts out around her hips she looks like a jellyfish too i feel like Mm -hmm, it's kind of gold and silver Probel has been doing a lot of really good stuff lately and i'm super into this yeah, I think this looks really cool. It's really architectural looking. Um, I love a hip moment. Obsessed. Okay, we are near the end. We're in the home stretch because we have a bitch stole my look moment. Classic ah. fashion police. And that is Olivia Wilde is wearing a recreation, a, a replication of a Chloe dress that carl design called the guitar dress he was like one of his most known creations at that house she's wearing a white version and basically it looks like a guitar is coming down on her neck and then the body of the guitar kind of like outlines her waist there's cutouts on the side it goes to the floor and then they've kind of got some uh, wonder woman looking arm cuffs happening and then we have margaret zhang who is the editor-in-chief of vogue china who is 29 years old which is L- I can't. I can't. Like, no. it makes me sick. It makes me sick. It sends me into a shame spiral immediately. It's like, why am I not doing more? Like, <laughs> like, I didn't think that was possible, but she is. Oh. I think she originally was in, like, filmmaking and photography. But, like, what they're doing at Vogue China right now is crazy, crazy cool. I, I'm a big fan of her work. So she's yeah. wearing the same dress, but in black. And then she's lost the arm cuffs and her hair is like cobalt blue. She's winning this round for me. Absolutely. She is As, taking this and making it look cool in the black and wearing the blue hair way better than this Olivia Wilde look where it just looks like she's wearing a guitar on her front. It looks like costumey. I'm not loving it. Okay. So fashionably late. We have to have Miss Rihanna and ASAP. I thought they weren't yeah. coming but, because even when we had finished recording on Monday night, and like they the Met, like there was up. no more looks. They yeah. were still like not the there. live streams were turned off. It was <laughs> over, and she said, "Hold up, I still haven't arrived yet." So 
here we go. Um, I do love that for her. And she, I want to know what she did with her day all day that day. You know, like she knows that when the Met Gala starts and she knows when she was getting ready. So like, did she just like have a leisurely day? Did she hang out with her baby? Like what was she I doing I hope she had like a bubble but, bath or something. Yeah. Like go off because everybody still waited for her. And I know that some people weren't a huge fan of the way that this looked. Um, I think it's fine. I think it's classically Rihanna and it's Chanel and I liked ASAP's look. Um, so I can't actually say too many bad things about it. I think it really works for her. She is very pregnant, like very, very pregnant. I feel like, I mean, similar Kim Kardashian, her first Met Gala, she was super pregnant. Like it's difficult to, you know, style your body in that way. She's had such incredible pregnancy fashion. I think this is like a really cute little look. It's like, um, a dress that's kind of relatively simple pleated underneath and then she had this little like flower capelet hood thing and then these white sunglasses with these black lashes that part like i think it's funny and cute and i like it but from valentino it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense for me like i yeah. feel like i would have seen that coming from like Louisville or something um and then asap is wearing jeans a kilt um, a black jacket. I feel like he's worn a kill at the Met Gala before. I'd have to fact check that. Um, but I mean, Rihanna knows how to do a moment and she delivered. Mm-hmm. Totally. And agree. then our last, I shouldn't even say attendee of the night because she yeah. organizes this whole thing. I thought it'd be a send to not include Anna. Yeah, totally. I don't think I've Chanel. seen anybody talking about her. <laughs> Let's give her a shout out. She's wearing Chanel. She's wearing like a um, a long gown like icy blue I thought it was interesting she does this a lot like this she has a a, a really honed in personal style mm-hmm. but this is like a clothes coat dress on top of it and it looks like the camellia flowers and like multicolored sequins so she looks very pretty very Anna and I think mm-hmm. it is so interesting that no one wears clothes coats like that yeah true and that wraps up our Met Gala coverage. Our official Met Gala coverage, because I do see that you have a couple after party looks in here. Is there anything that you want to call out since we're already getting close to the end? I think I'm just going to call out my two favorite looks. And they apparently happen to be from the same year. They were Chanel mm. archival looks based on their sequence. I want to say they're probably the same collection. And the first one is Kendall. She is wearing, I think it's like a little romper bodysuit that's like gray gunmetal colored sequins with like a black thong on top of it. And then that like connects to like this black neck piece and there's these pearl straps it is a bonkers looking outfit and she's pulling it off and i don't know how yep totally agree i love this look if only because it's so crazy and yet it doesn't look crazy no it's very good and then if you scroll down um the other one that i really really love because i want to wear this in a heartbeat olivia rodrigo also 1994 chanel same kind of gunmetal looking sequins and then a lace ruffle v-neck with a pretty little black bow in the center i could just see myself like being able to wear this dress to like certain occasions and i just think it's so cute but i thought it was really cool that a lot of people leaned into kind of more like chanel inspired streetwear and the after party Mm -hmm. so you saw a lot of like the dripping gold chains everywhere and i thought people had a lot of fun with their after party looks but yeah none that were worth mentioning 
Yeah, a, a lot of the after party looks are worth going to look at, but we've just run ourselves out of time. They were really fun. Um, and party Chanel looks. And now it's time to run through our outfits from this week. A reminder, you can go find all of those on Instagram at Verve Podcast um, because you'll want to take a look at these. And Anna Grace, I do believe that you're going first. Good, because your outfits are going to be better than mine because you were on vacation. And I was here. <laughs> okay. So starting out, my first look was going to Rosie's birthday. We got dinner before, and then we went to the pottery painting place that you and I went to. Yeah. And, oh, I painted a little bowl with cherries on it. It's super cute. cute. And we were texting beforehand. And everyone's like, what do you wear to a pottery painting place? And I was like, good question. So I ended up going with my Isabel Morant black leather pants, my dazed and confused little baby tee, I think I started with the jacket, my Marc Jacobs patchwork denim jacket. It's tied perfectly with my little Reebok sneakers. I also decided to try pigtail braids this day based off of a Pinterest photo. Oh, um, I wore pigtail braids two days ago. Twinsies. I think they like, quote, worked. I don't know that I'm going to like do it again, maybe for like a festival or something. But yeah. I think sometimes like the slightly like, I mean, I could do a giant bow, but sometimes like the double pigtails, like I think the double of anything makes me feel a little juvenile mm. in a way that I don't totally enjoy. Okay. Next day I was going to my dermatologist. It was really mm. early. Uh, you can't wear makeup to a dermatologist as you know True. which always throws the vibe off but i have a very strict rule in my life for some reason that if i'm going to a doctor's dentist whatever appointment i'm gonna be stunning in an outfit because i want them to know me as like the girl with the cute outfits I, it's totally. worked all my life and i keep up with it so i always try to make a little bit of an effort this one it was like rainy it was gross outside i was running late i kind of hate this outfit um <laughs> it's like black boot cut Zara jeans. I don't think these jeans are my favorite. I probably shouldn't have bought them, but I did. And now we live with it. A white t-shirt. I this like J. Crew. It's kind of like an English hunting jacket. It's got like the corduroy neck and like cuffs. And then underneath it, I wore my black knee-high boots underneath the bootcut jeans. I need shorter pointy-toed boots that kind of do the same thing. I have some like favorited on Macari that I think are like jimmy Choo, um that would kind of do that i think this was like a really good i've done this enough times that i'm like i could use that shoe in my wardrobe so not my favorite outfit but like you live and you learn right mm -hmm. okay next fit oh i am um, joey invited me to a party at his house for his new like studio opening you manifested it yes yeah, so we I took Andrew with me because you were out uh, of town. Obviously, you would have been invited had you been here, but right. you were in Mexico. Um, so we went and saw Air, the Nike Jordan oh, yeah. movie before in Towson. And so then we went to Cheesecake Factory because I love their lettuce wrap tacos. And we went to the yes. party. Um, so I was trying to think, okay, cool party. I kind of envisioned what the crowd's going to be. So I was like, okay, I'm going to do my long sleeve Oh, it was also torrential downpour. Like it was like dumping buckets all day long. It did not stop. So I wore my little black crinkly leather jacket, that long sleeve booby shirt that I wore a few weeks ago, cheetah print pants, and then my black little pointy toed boots and my silver my Jacobs bag. And I waved my hair because when I use that hair waver, my hair really stays. And so I was like, if the rain touches it a little bit, like it shouldn't True. affect it versus if I curl it. 
I think I need to get a new thicker curling iron because I think maybe mm. mine just doesn't work that well anymore. But like lately, my hair has just been falling out of that so quick. Dang. But Joey's place was super cool. He had like his screens everywhere. He had like we'll a ramp back. in one room and the next room over. Oh, yeah. He's having a party in June and Andrew's going to DJ it. So you got to come. <gasps> oh, when? Well, okay. We'll talk about it later. I, I don't know the actual date yet. But yes, we do need to uh, talk about that. But that'll be super fun and um all of his friends were like so nice and he like kept going around telling everyone he was like she the fashion podcast he was hyping me up it was really sweet so yeah that was cool um and then okay the next day is met gala monday because i did a chanel inspired look with my tweed zara romper little tights little sock loafer moment because i'm not really a ballet flat kind of gal and a black long sleeve although Mm -hmm. i think going in i'm going to france on by the time this comes out i will be in france so make sure you're following me on social media because that'll be everywhere i think i definitely need like like somewhere in the ballet flat to loafer like i need like more nicer shoes that are flat i realize it's Mm. kind of a like a clog or something i don't know yeah there's some opportunity there and then um my next outfit is tuesday I got inspired by my love of the Marc Jacobs looks. And so I wanted to wear my Marc Jacobs t-shirt. And it pairs perfectly with my Hosberg gradient pant. This I just wore around the house. Um, did a bunch of work that day. You know how it is. So it was yeah. like a good, fun, cute outfit. I love this shirt. I just get scared to wear it because all the rhinestones are falling going to fall off. But I did yeah. like go back and replace all the ones that had oh. fallen off nice. with my little That's hot mix tool. Though. It is, but I love, I mean, it's the Devin Lee Carlson, Mark Jacobs collab. I'm, I have to right. keep that shirt for the rest of my life. Like, <laughs> I got to take care of her. <laughs> and that wraps up my week in outfits. Katie, let's go to the tropics. What do you have for us? Yeah. So I went to a wedding in Mexico this last weekend. It was so fun. It was like a 60 person wedding. Half of it was family. Half of it was friends. It was a great time. We just hung out all day um, in the pool and then had various little events at night. So I have one pool look. I really wish that I would have captured more of my pool looks because I did style myself for the pool. I love styling for the pool. Like it mm-hmm. is so fun. Hats, accessories, earrings, cover-ups. Um, I got lots of compliments on all of them. So love that for me. And <laughs> just not wearing like just a wrap cover-up situation or like a button-up, trying to get creative with it. Um, but sometimes it's hard. I ended up wearing these like white um, linen shorts that I got that I don't love. I wore them this one day and I think mm. I might return them. Um, they just don't, they don't, they come up at a weird spot. Um, they look fine in this still, but in motion, they were yeah. just kept ballooning out and it was kind of weird. I did get this new activewear top that I really like. Um, it's just like a V-neck ribbed, um, medium ish light aqua color. Um, Wore that with my Ed Hardy bikini, which was so fun, except for the bottoms are so fucking small. Like, I really can't wear them anywhere. I changed halfway through the day because I was uncomfortable, Um, mostly because, like, my whole front is out. Like, it is – it's less about the back. It's more about the front. Like No labia coverage. No. (laughs) 
Um, and I threw on a bucket hat with my big square sunglasses and my new Steve Madden slides. I found these at Nordstrom Rack when I was panic shopping right before leaving. And I'm using them to replace the like $4 thrifted chaps pair that I've had for like the last four summers, um, that are just not really that comfortable. Um, and these are very comfortable. So perfect. That was one of my pool looks. So then the first night we had the welcome party and this is a rented dress from Rent the Runway and it's Kavari. Um, it is so cute. I'm obsessed with the silhouette. It's basically just like a boob band and then it flares out from there. Um, and it's just so cute and fun and flirty. Um, it's not quite a halter. It crisscrosses in the back, but it like comes in a little bit, but it's got a square neck. And these new shoes that I also got at Nordstrom Rag right before I left that I wore all trip, they're just like little flip floppy kitten heel things that are black. They are replacing those ones that fell apart for me in Key West that I've never found a good pair for again. Um, just cause they're a little bit lower than those other sandal heels that I have that have also an ankle strap. Mm, and yeah. my pearl earrings, Prada sunglasses, little lavender purse. Next is the actual wedding day outfit. Um, I wore this blue dress um, that was like a really heavy cotton. Um, so it wasn't like heavy as in like weight. Well, heavy cotton. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And um, a really nice thick hem along the bottom, um, like a bustier bodice that was ruched. So, so it was super comfortable, really wide straps, which is a great look for me. And I wore it with my like lace up sandals and my giant heart necklace. Um, the wedding was originally not on the beach. Well, the wedding itself was, but then the reception was in like a room. And then that got ruined for the couple, unfortunately. It ended up being so much better on the beach, but I had to go up to the room and change my shoes into just like literally plastic flip-flops because once the reception started, we were permanently in the sand. And I was like, I'm not ruining my leather sandals. I got the picture. I'm moving on. I mean, at that point, it's like, just go barefoot if you're just on right. sand. Well, and so we eventually did. And uh, like after dinner, when everyone got up on the dance floor, we were like, yeah, we don't need to be wearing shoes right now. This is stupid. Mm -mm. So then the next night we went out, um, we spent all day in the pool again, obviously, but then the couple wanted to go bar hopping the next night, um, in town. So that was super fun. And I wore my new, um, Palazzo pants or Palazzo crop, something or other. They're from frame. They sent them to me and I never posted about them. Um, so, you know, you live and you learn. They're probably never going to work with me again, but I did get these really sick pants. Um, and being an actually, influencer is hard. <laughs> it's so hard and it's actually, it's not, but it's so hard when you're a mess of a person and you don't keep your room clean. So these <laughs> pants though, look so fire. My white pants are not forgiving. And granted, I was like working out really well before this trip. So like I was in good shape, but like my butt looks so good. And that is not a given in white pants. So okay, white pants that. can make your legs look lumpy as fuck. They're so difficult. So, lumpy. so to find a good They're pair. They're so difficult. Yeah. But these were like, I love them. They're top notch, no lumps. And it's surprising because they're not very heavy. Like they were perfect for warm weather. Um, They are like a little bit too cropped for like me and for wearing with yeah. like flats, but with a heel, they look good. Um, and I wore this wrap black top that I bought for 
Vegas that I never ended up wearing and that I kept just because I was like, I don't have a lot of sexy mm. tops and I really like this on me. So happy I kept it. And my new sequin purse. And I'm so excited about this sequin purse. I love this bag. It's so beyond. I found it tucked away behind a bunch of purses at Nordstrom Rack. From It's from Vince Camuto, random. And it is the perfect just like non-Fendi baguette bag. Um, I want to get like a silver chain strap like you have for your Louis bag. Um, oh, because I yeah. feel like the blue strap could limit me with my mix and match in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, this was perfect. And I'm, I debated about if I was going to bring this bag with me because it was like sequins at the beach. Is that weird? But it was not weird. It was but perfect. Carrie Bradshaw so would do it. That was literally what talked me into it. So she had her moment. You're and convincing my- me to go panic shopping right now before I go to class. <laughs> I'm like, you got all this good stuff. Uh, it was one random Nordstrom rack trip that I bought two pairs of shoes the bag. I also bought something else that I can't remember. Oh, a new wallet, which I've been needing for a while. Thank so, God. You've had I know. It's, that she's for like beat up. And more than that, it was the last time I went to Disney. Like, I swear to God, I think that wallet is six years old because I bought it at the Kate Spade outlet in Orlando. So my last outfit is this um, Simon Miller skirt, also from Rent the Runway, that has so good. Yes, I love it. It's the ruching. I think I need to lean into ruching, which I've leaned away from in the past because I'm like, oh, people are just gonna think that I'm trying to like cover myself up, you know? Like, because I feel like that's the automatic when you're like get a little bit older or you have body parts you want to hide. You oh, cover it in ruching, but like, yeah, it can look good. It's not necessarily like just for people who don't like themselves and I paired it with this ribbed tank carry moment put it with the silver bag or silver bag the sequin bag and the little flip-flops it was perfect I wore some little hoops I did not wear any other jewelry I wish I would have had bangles or some kind of bracelet oh yeah but I purposefully didn't wear a necklace here and I love it I feel like this is a very good tropical trip for you yeah this bag I want to seal the skirt I want yeah at all I yeah agreed. Thank you very much. I do much. want to get my bangles so too. Yeah, I I don't know where to find them. Um, that I'm like compelled to spend money on them or just like keep waiting and go to the thrift. Either way, it's annoying. A thrift store jewelry is like hit really. Hit it's miss. usually a miss. It's a high miss. <laughs> yeah, it's it's tough. <sighs> so we've reached the end. All of right, our guys. Episode. That yes. My, my brain is blanking. I'm like spent. I've been trying to pack all day. Okay, so that oh, is no. the end of our episode. And we will talk to everyone next week. And I will have outfits from France. Yes, your vacation outfit time is coming. And I'm so excited to see it. It'll be a lot different vibes from you. Mine, I have a lot of black happening. But that's very oh, Parisian. Oh, very so. chic. Yes. All right. And with that, we'll talk to everybody next week. Bye. Bye. Although now... Verve is the only source for everything fashion on the internet. If you've been inspired to get dressed up for yourself this week, tag us to be featured on our Instagram at Verve Podcast. Make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and follow us on TikTok and Instagram at Katie Gassman and at Anna Grace Averett. Links are in the show notes. This podcast is written and produced by Katie Gassman and Anna Grace Averett. Edited by Katie Gassman. Creative direction by Anna Grace Averett. 
This has been a Three Beverage Media production.